Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! And welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great start to your work week. If you'd like to check out all the content and stuff that I'm putting out online, just go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. I'm giving out that site now because I don't want to plug a whole bunch of stuff at the beginning of the show. So if you have any questions, wondering where you can find me, just go to Tuttle.net. Now, I want to get into this first story because I saw it last night. Now, I will be up front. This guy locally in Volusia County has been out of jail on probation for the last two years, has not been in any trouble at all. Well, Recently, he got a citation, a fishing citation, and they sent his ass back to jail. Now, I will admit he was in jail originally for sexual battery, but this is the United States. Yes, it was a horrible crime, but he paid his dues. He did his time, and when you come out, everything's supposed to be good. Yes, people are on probation. Getting a fishing citation is absolute bullshit. If I'm just being honest, a good way that would have gotten some points with our governor with everybody being out of work right now and being and not having money come in and maybe having a hard time feeding their family they should have made it free for anybody to fish because i would rather have somebody out fishing trying to live off the land instead of out stealing robbing or bothering people by begging for money michael figueroa jr is upset that his father was arrested and now is in the Volusia County Jail weeks after he got a fishing citation. So what you're saying is we're willing to let out all these bad guys right now because we're worried about them catching the coronavirus, but we're going to send some dude that's been out of jail for two years, hasn't gotten into any trouble, and did his time. He paid his debt to society, and he was just out trying to catch some fish. Who knows? Maybe he was trying to feed his family. I think it's complete absolute bullshit. I do agree there needs to be some regulations because people are assholes and they'll go out, they'll poach, catch too many, overfish, destroy nature. But guess what? These are hard times right now. I think people should be able to go out and live off the land to feed themselves or feed their families. He's being targeted. He's being targeted based on his past. Michael Figueroa Sr. was released from prison almost two years ago for sexual battery. He's on probation. You know, growing up, my dad always told me, if you want to catch fish, you bring a sexual predator with you. He has had a job. He's maintained a job. Um, He pays his taxes. He goes to work and he goes home. Uh, On his free time, all he does is fish. His son says his father and two of his friends went fishing on the Main Street Bridge in Daytona Beach June 21st. As he was leaving, a Florida wildlife officer said he needed to see... That's also the other thing I've never gotten. Do you guys realize out of most of the police force in the state of Florida, like city cops, county cops, highway patrolmen, 
The FWC, they basically can do anything to anybody that they want to. I don't even think the FWC has to have probable cause. I mean, for real, when a cop wants to search you, when a cop wants to pull you over, he's got to have probable cause. You got to be breaking a law for them to be able to search anything you have. So why do we give all the power to the FWC? It just does not make sense. Hell, you want to be honest, I wouldn't be shocked if they wanted to be able to find something on somebody if they got an FWC agent just to come out and check him. What was in his bucket? The officer gave Figueroa this citation because he caught an 18-inch schnook and snook fishing is out of season. My dad didn't know. And if you're not a fisherman, that's the, also the other bullshit thing, okay? So you got to have a fishing license. And on top of that fishing license, you got to pay more if you want to catch snook and i've never understood it i know that snook got killed off by a freeze uh you know probably like 10 years ago and they were also overfished it's just they rape us on these peas these fishing licenses. I mean, why should we have to pay to go out and fish on the public waterway and be able to feed ourselves? Now, I do see where a commercial fisherman should be able to have a license, but if you're a private citizen, why the fuck do you need a license to be able to catch fish so you can feed yourself as well as not be out there stealing, robbing, committing crimes to make a living or bugging the hell out of people like I said earlier about these vagrants that'll sit out like that's Sunoco I go to. There's people out there all the time trying to run scams and ask for money. And I would rather, hey, dude, I got a fishing pole at the house. I'll get you that pole, bring it to you. You can go out and fish and try to feed yourself. Uh, he had a fishing license, so he's following the rules and regulations. He released a fish. He was cited and he paid the citation. His dad was arrested on Wednesday and stood before a judge Thursday. The fishing citation was a violation of his father's probation. Figueroa Sr. reported the issue to his probation officer. I got a fishing citation. That's not that's why I was violated. As soon as he said, oh, I'm on probation, I got a fishing citation, the judge should have crumpled up the paper and threw it at the at the prosecutor and said, get this shit out of here. Well, you have to take that up with the judge in Pinellas County. We contacted the Pinellas County State Attorney's Office, which said at this moment, the case is still under investigation. Figueroa's attorney tells West 2 News that she talked to the probation officer and says that he recommended to the state attorney that the citation not be pursued. Michael Figueroa Sr. remains in the Volusia County Jail under no bond. I'm Gail Pascal Brown, West 2 News. Look, I know the guy. He did an awful crime, sexual battery. I don't know exactly. I mean, that could have been something a long time ago. Who knows? You don't know all the details. I, at least he wasn't a pedophile. He didn't molest little kids or anything. He did his time. That's what jail is there for. Once you get out of jail, as long as you're on the straight and narrow, you should be treated just like a regular person that did their 
over time. And it should be like that. I also think that we are giving too much power to the Florida Wildlife Commission. We let them get away with so much. They don't need probable cause. Hell, if they if they have suspicions of you having deer meat or, or you've been out killing some animals out in nature and you got that meat in your refrigerator, they don't even need a search warrant to be able to go in there and search your freezer. I mean, what the hell? Why are we giving people that are taking care of the wildlife here in the state of Florida way more jurisdiction than the real cop? I know they're real cops. I know they are. But I just think that people should be able to live off the land if they want to. We're already paying a bunch of taxes here. It's just another example of the government bending us over and giving it to us right in the ass. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Thinking about joining a non-unionized, non-localized, somewhat weaponized group or militia? Consider joining the Guardian Saviors. In the Guardian Saviors, you can patrol your local park, neighborhood, movie theater, settings, business settings, other things. As a Guardian Savior, you will be provided one cap and satchel, one bumper sticker stating, I'm with the Saviors. So consider joining the Guardian Saviors today. The Guardian Saviors are not responsible for any violence that occurs to you or anything that happens while you are underneath the Guardian Savior's banner. Hey, Tuttle Daily Podcast listeners. It's that time again. Charlie Alamo with his weekly segment, rambling, bit, uh, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Here's Charlie. Now on the phone with me right now is Charlie Alamo. I had him on yesterday. Lucky enough to have him on today. So what is so you locked your keys out, so you didn't do any partying last night then? No, I did still do partying because all the beers in the garage cuddle. Listen, there's now, there's bases covered. I'm I'm making sure that I'm getting drunk and stoned. Now you're you're sticking with the Miller lights then, right? Still you because I, I saw you drinking them. I'll drink whatever is left here, honestly, but yes. If I'm buying them, they're Miller Lite. Okay. Now, does Montana have a local? Because I like trying out the regional beers when I was drinking. Uh, does yeah. Montana have a regional beer? They've got a, all kinds of different little micro brews and stuff like that. So, yes, I have tried them. I'm not a big IPA guy myself. Like, I'll drink them, especially if they're free, but I'm not going to pay $9 Extra for a money. pack. Yeah. I've. I've never understood that. Like, I I was one of those guys at one point in my life where, like, I go to the world of beer. And it just, if you are a true alcoholic, true alcoholics are not going to go drink at a place like that because it just costs way too much money. Yes, you're getting higher alcohol content, but is it worth 
No, I'm drinking fucking hams, whatever they got dollar beers of. Yeah, what was the first beer you drank when you were younger? The first beer that I drank when I was younger would have to probably be either a... I, I mean, it's probably all around the same time. It's either Miller Lights or Bud Lights at the time, but I will never drink a Bud... I will. Let me put it this way. I'll never buy a Bud Light, but I'll drink them if they're free. And the next day when I got heartburn, I know why I drank them. Yeah, I got the bad heartburn because I got so bad. Um, What the hell? Oh, I drank this whiskey. It was more like a whiskey bourbon type deal. But yeah. you, could, you could get a liter for like 13 bucks, okay? Uh, yeah. Now, if you wanted to go a little bit cheaper, you could get the small bottle but they only did that in plastic and it really i don't know what it is but if you're drinking anything especially liquor out of anything other than glass if it's plastic you need to kind of reevaluate your life decisions yes you are not only an alcoholic but you might be one of those that cannot defend himself when the time comes as well you don't yes, have to go out yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't, like, slash, see, the great thing, now, I wish I, did you ever, well, uh, you saw Clerks, too, right? Yes. What did Dante, I think that's what his name, uh, call a broken bottle in that movie? Uh, the, uh. Oh, see, you smoked The knife? What's that? Well, yes, but the, the word even worse than that. I don't know. What was it? What's a, oh, oh, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to say you're not going to get me to say that one. But you know what? It's funny that you bring that up because I was literally talking to somebody the other day and they were they used a word like that. And I was like, yes, that's not a, a, a good term. I was like, you know, what's a term that people don't throw around too much, but it generally means everybody. What? Wet back. Yeah. Like, well, who, yeah, doesn't, yeah, yeah. who doesn't sweat in the back and get wet? Like, literally, like, I know that's a fucked up term, but. Who doesn't? That's such a generic fucking term to yeah, throw every, around. Yeah, everybody does that. I mean, you know what, though? That, that's the evolution. That's the evolution of racism. Like, they still want to be able to say something, but we're going to make up a word that we're safe on. But it still, you know, it, it feeds that little racist need you need in your mind. Wouldn't dry back be worse then? Because you're just sitting inside in the AC. Yeah. I tell you, now you've lived in Florida. Yes, I have. The worst thing about the summers in Florida is that you'll fart, okay? But when you fart, from the humidity, your ass cheeks are so sweaty. You don't know if you've actually shit your pants or not. And it'll be right in your mind, okay? Even though you're pretty sure it wasn't. That wetness from that humidity and the Florida summer heat is going to be in the back of your mind and be like, yes, I'm walking around in my diarrhea right now. Not only does Florida give you that, but it gives you the option to drive through these little barns where you can get fucking beer and blunt wrap. We have one. No no other state gives you that option. I love it. We we had one in Deland and it was an old barn. I think I maybe told you this, but they called it the Red Barn and you could just drive right in you could get you could they even uh, they were so popular like if you called ahead they had like a little diner in there where they made subs and stuff like that 
And you can call ahead. You can get your food, get your smoke, tobacco, whatever tobacco product you wanted. Get your blunt Lico wraps and, and your beer. Fucking, yep. Get your blunt wraps. Get your fucking rollies. Dude, I, I had a – in my early 20s. Now, this is a great businessman. Now, I know you 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 shouldn't trust a lot of drug dealers. You should, you know, because they're they're a little bit shady. But I can respect a drug dealer that's a great businessman because they stopped selling alcohol at two in Orlando. So after two, he would he would deliver beer because he would stock up on shit. And it was kind of like, you, you got to think about it. So you stop drinking at two until what? I think maybe six, eight o'clock. You can start buying it. So in that time frame, prohibition actually exists. And we all know, know what happened during prohibition back in the day. It created the mob. Exactly. And, so, and not only did it create a mob, it created an angry mob. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, like that drug dealer was a great businessman. He was like, hey, I need to add something to my products, my arsenal. So I'm, I will deliver liquor if need be. Hey, and you know what? That's a nice little side hustle right there. That guy's spot's probably blown up. So thanks a lot, Tuttle. You just Well, ruined I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, so he's dead then? He might be. But let me ask you this, okay? I know, like... You got medical marijuana in Montana. Yep. Is it is it hard to find a hookup or a connection in Montana though? Like how do you go about when you're new to per se like your area? How do you make that connection to find somebody that you can buy weed or other drugs from? Excellent point, Tuttle. Let me tell you something that I've never had a problem with. Finding drugs. Maybe it's the way I look. Maybe it's the way I dress. I've always had it where somebody would either seek me out or they were in the common denominator and they did the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, I've never had to worry about going out and seeking. So, what you're saying is the connections came to you. They came to you. So, somebody either thought you were buying or selling. You were kind of. You were a double threat because people thought you were selling and buying, and that's how you made the connection. Derelict. Yes, it's a good word to describe everything. I look like I'm coming or going. I may have an eight ball in my pocket. I may buy one off you. I may do both. Who knows? Did you? Uh, I talked about this story earlier in the day, okay? So mm-hmm. there was this gentleman here in Volusia County in Daytona Beach area. He... Uh, He's been out of jail for two years, but he was in jail for sexual battery. Now, he wasn't a pedophile, but also that's the other thing, okay? Say you're 18 or 19 and you hook up with a chick that is about to turn 17, but, you know, she's a couple of weeks off. You're, you're labeled as a child predator. You know that, right? Like, Oh, yeah. And the way I look at it, yes, this guy spent some jail time. For sexual battery, he gets out. Now, he's been out of jail for two years. Before I move on, do you think if it's not like a a really bad crime, if you serve your time and you are well-behaved, you paid your debt to society? Listen, if you fuck with minors, you don't get gold. 
and no, you that know, no. ties to everything. But but this guy was not a pedophile though. He he it was labeled as sexual battery. I mean that could be anything. Yeah, I mean what did he do? Batter up the pussy? Like what what is going on? Sexual battery? Like that's, I, I I've lately battered chicken and then fucking fried it. Like, <laughs> but this is gonna really piss you off, okay? So he's been out of jail for two years. He's he's been out of jail for two years, okay? Still yeah. on probation. He had to have had a horrible probation officer if he's still on probation after two years. Yeah. Um, Beach Lamana. But, but he is out here fishing, and he gets a a ticket, a fishing citation from the Florida Wildlife Commission. Well, quit running over the manatees. They're an endangered something. No, he it was not. He just caught. All right. He caught a snook. OK. Oh, yeah. OK. But you can, he had a license. You need a separate stamp. You got to pay more money, which I think is complete bullshit. I'll get to that in a few minutes. But he got the fishing ticket. OK. Well, when it was reported. When it was reported, uh, they they looked at it as a violation of probation. He's back in jail right now, Charlie, over a goddamn fishing citation. Well, maybe he shouldn't have fucked that 15-year-old at the boat launch, and he wouldn't have been fucking sitting as bad as he is. Listen, I understand you got one chick out there. She's looking like, yeah, I want to get with that. Just leave it the fuck alone. You're not being busted because you fucking ran over a manatee or whatever the fuck you did. Well, and but you're out of trouble. Like, I don't even fuck with, you know what I mean? I don't even fuck with any of this younger generation because A, they're not going to understand my humor. And B, I am just going to fucking put my motherfucking foot in my mouth. So why are you trying to bang young? <laughs> well, but but you're not seeing my point, though, right now. The way I look at it, okay, I mean, you've heard about all of the people they're letting out of jail right now, right? Because they're afraid of the spread of corona. So why are we just pitting another guy that's been good for two years and all he did was catch a fish that wasn't leaked? Because this crocodile Dundee-looking motherfucker probably had the strap on him. He probably had that weird fucking hip knife that all those motherfuckers no. on boats have. Listen, some, he, did, he did something to negate it. They don't just haul anybody in willy-nilly-like. This isn't, uh, you know, they don't do that on the water. It takes a little bit to haul... Did he get busted on the water, or did he get busted at the no, boat? No, he was he was fishing he was fishing off one of the piers. He wasn't fishing on a boat that day. Why didn't he? Yeah, why didn't he pull a knife on it? Are you gonna literally stand there and let fucking fish, wildlife, and law come up there and run your fucking shit and well, not play a fucking right. game? To it? Like, but really? But hear me out on this though. I I mean, I talked about this earlier as well too, and I want to see what. Is you, are you getting fucked over on the fish hustle? Is that what it's coming down no, to? You no, 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 no. It's not me. This isn't like a made-up news story. I played <laughs> audio from it. Who did you touch? Like, are you the guy at the pier? What are you no, doing? Is I, <laughs> no, I did not do anything like that. Zonky teeth with another thousand bits. <laughs> but hear me out. I, I also want to he- hear your thoughts on this, okay? So with all the people in the state of Florida, you know, we've had a problem with our unemployment website here. 
Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people are struggling right now. Wouldn't That's- it look good on the governor's part if he said, you don't need a license in the state of Florida? What I'm saying, all right, I'll cover everything. If you kill something in nature, like a wildlife, to provide for your family because you're both out of work, I think it should be open season for people to be able to live off the land if it'll help them out. What do you think? So what are you bringing? Are you, you thinking Homesteading Act again or what the fuck? Like if, if you want to take over this natural wasteland, move your silly ass no. on there, we'll give you the property? No, what I'm saying though, Charlie, is that if I want to go out there and catch fish, which the water is only 30 feet away from my parents' trailer, I should be able to go out there and catch fish right now to, to survive on. It's out of, oh, yeah, uh, no license needed type of thing? Yes, yes. In the state of Florida, they said, if you want to go out deer hunting right now, if you want to, but you can't do it commercially. You, you see what I'm saying? If you're a commercial no, fisherman. If you literally need to eat one of those fucking Florida white trash deers, you're in a bad fucking spot, buddy, because those things are stringy as fuck. I almost clipped one one time coming back from Orlando when I was hitting up there, uh, the Islands of Adventure, as you know. Yeah. And uh, God damn, are those things thin as fuck. Yeah, no, they're they're not as big up north, but I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, if it gets bad enough, Charlie... And all the it starts shutting down, and everybody results to cannibalism. I'm gonna eat what I need to eat. No, I'm gonna eat other humans. Cannibalism. How much weed did you smoke? <laughs> you turn into the park, then is that what you're gonna do? You're like, yeah, fuck the river life. I'm gonna start eating humans because they're right there and they're running their boats loud. Now, if you did had to eat a human. What Asian. what part what part would you not what okay Asian I I mean you thought of that I wasn't going there but I was gonna say what body part would you want to prepare first for your first cannibalism uh, experience man you better get out of here for cut some bacon off your back I'm going for the nice parts in there oh the Maybe, back uh, strap yeah I'm going for something nice and uh, cook you up right. Then we're going to start eating tendons and shit when we start getting to the alive thing where yeah. uh, nobody we don't want to go down the hill, but we'll still eat you, though. Yeah, dude, I, I was thinking I would go for maybe one of the ass cheeks, though. That's going to be fatty when you really think about it. Like it might But, not but Charlie, though, the you, fa- you cut the ass cheek off and you put that in the whatever type of thing you're trying to fry shit up in and you get the nice little grease, little ass grease going on there. Not maybe butt cheese, but, you know, ass grease. No. No, no, dude, you smoke that. It would be, it would just be like a pork butt, and that fat, if you cook it long enough, dissolves and makes the meat tender. So what are you doing, eating children first then, because they got hairless asses? No, 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 no. You can get that off. I mean, I've I've been at a uh, hog slaughter. You no, bro. You don't know. What? Yes, you you got it. You. You boil them first, you scald them with hot water, and the hair comes right off of the kid's ass. Yeah, I mean, I boil skulls, man. It's just the whole process. That's why you're better off going on there. If you're going to do any, like, literally, if you were going to cannibalize somebody, the best thing to do is just chop them up and start doing, like, liver and stuff like that. Because it's already inside of them. You don't have to do too much of it. 
What do you make fucking Ron Jeremy ass? You don't know. What do you think? All right, you know they make hot dogs out of like cow and pig intestines. What do you uh, think? Out of, uh, assholes. Yeah, I know, but what would do? What do you think? Uh, uh, if you ground it up and you made a human hot dog with human intestines. I think that's why they stopped eating at the pork store in Sopranos, because they had too many people they were chopping up in there. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was like in the first season, like in the first couple episodes. Remember when Christopher, they were doing, oh, that was the truest gangster thing. They were doing cocaine off of a meat cleaver. Yes. You're not, get a, you're not gangster enough until you've done uh, cocaine off of a sharp knife. Also, <laughs> while we're on cocaine scenes, I'll stop and watch it if this scene's on all the time. But that was, you know, that movie came out before I was born in the mid-70s. But even the hip-hop artists today, they idolize Al Pacino and Scarface. But that final scene where he's sitting at the table and the biggest mound of cocaine you could ever imagine. Yeah. And he's just he's just banging his head in it. Uh. He fucking pulls out a, a, a military assault rifle and just starts fucking killing people. He was so coked up, he didn't know it was okay to die. Like, seriously. He'd done so much cocaine. You know how you don't fall asleep? He did so much cocaine, he would not die. Do you know who has the uh, your, the world is ours, or the world is yours statue? Yeah, who? Chuck Zito. It's in oh, his, uh, he does. It's of his lockups, he got that movie prop. You know, I mean, it's just a movie, man, but I I just, like, I don't understand why people idolize that. You know, like, he had this sick obsession with his sister. Like, he, I, I mean, he kind of wanted to fuck his sister, didn't he? It wasn't, yeah, no, he did. It was extremely bizarre. You know what Coke movie I really like and it's very underappreciated? Blow. Bell- Summer was in this movie called Wonderland. It's oh. about Holmes and yeah, the wonders yeah, yeah. that occurred. And it's so funny because when my cousin, he, he did his whole thing. One, we'll go through the whole cousin story, but I ended up wanting to go there where the Wonderland murders happened just so I could take a picture in front of the fucking place. And it was a long, short story long. We didn't fucking get to go there. But it's one of the greatest movies ever. I think it's still on Hulu. Um, it's called Wonderland. Uh, Val Kilmer's in it. Um, Josh Lucas. Yeah, uh, I've never Dylan seen it, but I've heard about fucking, it. You know what's crazy? The fucking second week of doing valet shit. The first time I bought fucking coke, this dude invited me over to his house, and that's what we watch. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I was all gacked up out of my mind off fucking some good shit. And then next thing I know, I'm watching this movie about people getting their heads bashed in, and the yeah. porn. And it's all kinds of craziness. Um, my favorite cocaine movie. Well, now see you. You all right? Before I move on to favorite cocaine movie, you know what's sad? You know Val Kilmer. The the reason he's not acting and stuff. It's besides throat. yeah throat. You know he doesn't. Have, he has to speak through a a Drake thing now. Yeah, I heard about that because I I actually know a person that went and saw his um one man show that he was doing with uh oh Christ um. The guy that did uh, Tom Sawyer and all that, uh, and Huckleberry Finn. Uh, uh, oh, you mean uh, the guy that played Frodo and and Lord no, of the Rings? No, 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 no. The guy that wrote those. those oh, uh, Mark um, Twain. 
Yes, Mark. He was doing the the scene where he was going around playing Mark Twain and shit, and he had to start talking through that shit. That's why he stopped doing it. I yeah. actually, I I actually have a couple dollars saved up if I get the chance. I want to buy one of his Jim Morrison paintings because I think they're great because it's him as Jim Morrison. But I appreciate it. What is your? Oh, uh, I mean, you like the, the Val Kilmer movie where everybody gets their yeah. head bashed in, but um. What is your favorite Val Kilmer role? Mine, I mean, there should be no debate. Is Doc Holliday and Tombstone? See, maybe it's because I grew up in Montana and everybody's like, I'm your Huckleberry and shit. I love Val Kilmer as Jim Morrison. He wasn't Jim Morrison, but goddamn, he's the only person that like put together a demo tape and gave it to Oliver Stone. It's like, I can sing like Jim Morrison. So all the most of the singing parts that they did was him unless they had to overdub it because of, you know, uh, and, uh, stadium-type shit. Yeah. Um, the underappreciated movie of his uh, was Ghosts in the Darkness. Remember where they were building the bridge in Africa and the lions were killing everybody? Absolutely. I saw those two lions that they have because they're in the uh, Chicago Museum of History, and I saw the two fucking replicas of the lions that they have, and I made me appreciate that, too. Remember, um, uh, Thunder, uh, what was it, Thunderheart or whatever, when he goes on the Native Native American reservation and he's investigating yes. the crime? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I do remember that, that one. And he was it, not a bad Batman. I, I, he's my second favorite Batman, if anything. Who's your, who's your other one? Who's your favorite? Michael Keaton, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, Michael Keaton was damn good. I and mean, Michael nothing. Keaton's my favorite Batman. Now, Back to the cocaine movies. Uh, I, in my just my opinion, the movie Blow was the best cocaine movie. I never did coke to that. I uh, uh, no, it was a great movie, and I I'm so glad that George Young's out. It sucks that he's on cameo now because how many people are like, yeah, guess what? I ran a bunch of drugs and pot. Yeah, you're talking now, George Young. Now this movie was not necessarily a coke movie, but. And Boogie Night, I get anxiety when that little Asian kid is running around throwing the firecrackers and the guy is completely choked out of his mind. At Alfred Molina's house and Thomas Jane, uh, John C. Riley, and Marky Wahlberg have the best fucking scene in cinema there when he's just throwing the fucking popper. He's like, give me the motherfucking drugs. Motherfucking ass yeah, that scene gave me a lot of anxiety. Oh, man, because I don't know whose idea. What? No, I was going to say, I've literally been in situations where it's been like that. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just came over here to get some fucking shit. And this dude's trying to rob a motherfucker. I was like, I, yeah, I, I literally was like, look, my name's Paul. This between y'all and just fucking. Dip the fuck out. Yeah. I never fucking stayed around for any of that shit because you know what? I'm not going to die over somebody else's fucking deal. I wouldn't and want somebody best, to die for my deal. And and the best thing, if you want to oversell it because, you know, we're wrestling fans, you want to you wanna oversell the deal. If you on, just want to get out of there, you know what? Because if you're never going to talk, you know what you need to do? Just pull out your license and sit it on the counter and be like, hey, this is how serious I am. I didn't see shit. Um, and hey, man. This is where you can find me because I'm not fucking talking. Or you could just do like I've done in that situation and been like, listen, motherfucker, this is the buck knife that I used to kill deers with. 
I will stab you in the motherfucking throat with it right now. I don't yeah, give a and shit. Yeah, he just at that and he point. Just, at that point, you get crazier. I have tunnel. I cannot like we can't even get into a whole show about this. But I have been in situations where it's been like that, and you literally just out threaten the person that's there, and they're like, "What the no. fuck." You got to out-crazy them. You know what you do, Charlie? Remember in the original Predator movie, that Indian guy that was a part of the team that the Predator was hunting, and he just pulls out his bug knife. What's that? I was going to say, yes, Jesse Ventura, brother. Yes, but he pulls out the bug knife, and he cuts his chest with it. You know, that adds to the craziness. If you recreated that, I know it's going to hurt, but, you know, it's better than getting blasted in the forehead with a 45 or something. You is fucking it really going to hurt? No, is it really going to hurt if you fucking took your palm right there and just cut it with a fucking knife right there and been like, look, I'm going to do this to me. I'll do this to you. Most times, unless they got a gun or something like that, then they'll come back at you with shit. But you'd be nah. surprised, man. Like, sometimes if you just, exactly like you said, if you act crazier than the motherfucker that's there, they don't say shit. Yeah, because you can't threaten somebody that has nothing to lose. No, exactly. Same thing like you're not going to threaten somebody that comes up to your window trying to serve you. You just don't threaten those people. You just get no. robbed and, and let happens what happens. All right, before we go, or before I go, I want to run this bit by you. I, I, I'm yeah. going to bring it up later, but I'm not going to go into detail. I was watching the NASCAR race with my dad today. Uh, Yes, very Floridian. I'm from the South as well, too. But they were all making a big deal. And now I got to admit, it does get pretty goddamn hot in those cars when they're racing because they're racing in Texas today. Um, And the temps were around 150 degrees. But you also got to understand, these guys are wearing full face mask, fire suit. So nothing's hitting their skin. Mm-hmm. How would you feel about me doing the hot car challenge? I haven't done a stunt in a while. The hot car challenge at high noon tomorrow in Florida. Are you going to have a temperature gauge in the car with you so you can then show? No, no. I'm just going to go until I can't go. Okay. Well, yeah. but you know what? the other thing is, is that I need to make sure somebody's here. I mean, I'm in pretty good shape. I don't want to go ahead because I'm talking about it later. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to work it out, make it work to the best of my ability. Sure. Uh, I think it's a great idea. And listen, when you think you're about done, push yourself just that little bit further. And you know what? That'll make the show. That'll make or break the show. If you don't push yourself, brother. I'm done. Yeah, I understand that. But the last thing I want to do is pass out. And then I'm really fucked because I'm just going to bake the death. I want to give you a little heat stroke. Maybe a little uh, jar of the memory again. We can get you back onto the monster. You'll think it's the monster's time again. And then we can get you stunt boy McGillicuddy. I know. You know, and that's the thing about it. Come on, man. You know what's great, though, is that nobody really... As much shit as I talk or do whatever, I'll fucking break character for a minute. But, like, you legitimately revolutionized a fucking uh, character that only sort of got written off by fucking, like, jackass and shit like that. The stunt boy character, the guys that you, the, the stuff you were doing, you, Drunky, and everybody there, it's yeah. fucking, 
it was crazy at the time, man. And you guys don't get the appreciation for it. And you really should because, fuck, how many people were doing that except for, like, jackass shit? But really, radio style? Nobody was. I'm yeah, but... would, but they would do it selectively because they knew. You want to know how I got good at that? Because now, and you'll know this, like, when you're on the street, like, I did a lot of the man on the street stuff as well, too. And I don't yeah. think people realize how hard it is because, like, the TV news anchors, they get to visually show you. When you're on the radio, and Ron Bennington taught me this, okay? He, he said what you have to understand, that the listeners, you have to be like an artist. You got you to gotta imagine, and I'm a horrible artist, but you got to paint a picture. You, you cannot tell enough detail when you're out and about when the people in the studio can't see what you're talking about so you got to describe every little detail and let me tell you your finger patents are amazing i've seen it (laughs) but i did the man on the street stuff i just love i have no fear i tell people this and and they they don't believe me but i it's impossible for me to get embarrassed I, i just i don't know if I don't know if that's a good quality to have, but I just, I, I strive in uncomfortable situations. Well, I mean, you and Trace made some of the best fucking Bubba audio when you guys did the homeless Thanksgiving stuff. And I mean, Bubba wasn't doing that. and He needed somebody to go out there and say the stuff. I know I appreciate that's why I want to work with you because I know I can say the most fucked up shit. And you'll appreciate it. Listen, you don't have to put me over and shit, man. I'm going to put you over. Visit no. That's T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. All right. So uh, now that you know, know that we can do this on the phone, there should be no reason. Hell, if you just want to do a, a little uh, stab in from the car as you're driving this uh, sling legal marijuana. Yeah. You can do it. We could do a lunch update, too, because I could just be like, I'm smoking dope in the car. Yes, yes. But any, anyway. Charlie, any of that stuff, I want it. I have a hungry mouth for it, and I want you to feed me. I will. I will baby bird it right into your goddamn mouth. And guess what? I might make a little doo-doo in there, too. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Have a wonderful night, man, and I really appreciate it. All right. I'm going to go sleep face down in the grass, and I will see you later. <laughs> nerd radio personality and hot talk satirizer you're listening to the tunnel podcast tunnel's daily podcast is brought to you by stitchyouup.com for your embroidery screen printing vinyl and direct-to-garment printing needs visit stitchyouup.com Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. 
1978 cars for blind kids 1978 cars for blind kids 1978 cars for blind kids give a blind kid your car today do you have an elderly loved one that recently bit the dust and now you're stuck with their jalopy why don't you consider donating it to 1878 cars for blind kids we'll give a blind kid grandma's old car and if you come out every second tuesday of the month to the old sears parking lot you can watch them drive around and bump into each other it's a great time 1879 cars for blind kids donate your car to a blind kid today 1978 cars for blind kids 1978 cars for blind kids 1978 cars for blind kids give a blind kid your car today Time to wrap up the show. Want to thank everybody for listening uh, this previous week. I had the best week per average since I've started the Tuttle Daily Podcast. So you guys have been coming through for me big time. I don't know if it's because you guys are sharing it and telling people about it, telling your friends, your family, your loved ones, but it's working. And that's how I want it. I want it to be like a grassroots effort. I want everybody that's listening to it to find out about it from somebody else that was listening to it. It's like this pandemic we're going through right now. This podcast started out with two people and that four became eight and the eight became 16 and so on and so on. And that's how it grows because I just want you guys to give me a chance so I can prove to you that I can do this. And that's all I'm asking for is just an opportunity. All right, guys, I'm going to start doing some more show later on in the week. I'm going to have Hannah, the intern, on as well as Sirach. Sirach used to work for the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. He's going to come on and just shoot the S with me, and we're going to go back and forth. He's got a podcast himself. And we'll talk about that when he comes on and we will plug every place you can hear Sirach. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions, Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by JCVoiceOverServices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Yo, Terry, fuck going on?